Jazz thing. Hello and welcome to Jazz Thing in a new podcast format and a new home at jazzlockdown.club. Uh, the online presence of Scarborough Jazz Club while this whole coronavirus thing is happening. We can't open our doors for real, but we can open them virtually. And in this episode, I'm going to open the doors and perhaps open your ears to a new album. Uh, That's what I'm going to do each episode. Take a a new or recent release and use it as a a starting point to either explore the music of that particular artist or or band or or maybe go off on a bit of a tangent about a certain kind of, of jazz music. I hope you're going to be along for the ride. This week, it's the new live album from Tony Kofi. It's a tribute to Cannonball Adderley, and it is called Another Kind of Soul.
Cannonball Adderley's Saka Woe from the new live album by Tony Curphy and group which is called Another Kind of Soul. Soul is a word I'm going to repeat far too many times over the next half hour or so. Let me tell you about the band first though. Uh, bringing soul to this recording is Andy Davis on trumpet, Alex Webb on piano who's kind of Curphy's collaborator on this project. Andrew Clidnert on bass and Alfonso Vitale on drums. Of course, Tony Cuff is not a new name to you if you follow British jazz. As a string of fine albums, you may have seen him fronting one of his excellent groups. Or indeed as a, a sideman in other people's projects. And I'm going to come back to that in a short while. But it seems wholly appropriate if anyone was going to cover Cannonball Adderley, it should be him. Because although Cannonball's regularly name-checked by contemporary musicians as being an inspiration, it's very rare you hear someone tackle his tunes and bring the same sort of joie de vivre or sense of life. That means the same thing, doesn't it? (laughs) Or the same real soul to a performance that Cannonball was known for. I'm going to ruminate on that in a in a while because I have a couple of theories but first I'm going to play you another track um, there's an interview in the recent edition of Jazz's magazine where Tony's promoting this album and he talks about Cannonball Adelaide and that big robust sound that he had well if big robust sounds is your thing here's uh, Tony Cuffey's previous album with the organisation in which he plays uh, exclusively plays baritone saxophone so uh, big and robust this certainly is. This is Tony Coffey and the organisation from the album Point Blank. <laughs> Thank you. 
Hammond Organ Trio. Uh, in this case, the organisation they existed as a trio um, before hooking up with Tony Kofi. Um, but when we did play together, apparently it was just uh, felt like a perfect fit to all of them, and they've uh, toured and recorded since. Uh, the trio are guitarist Simon Fernsby, organist Peter Whitaker, and Peter Carter on drums. I said I'd talk about. Tony Kofi is a sideman because he's increasingly seen in that role away from his own projects. I think that's partly because in the course of a, a very short solo, he can conjure up all, all sorts of sort of emotion and, and often soulfulness. I said I would use that word a lot. Um, another reason is he's incredibly sympathetic to whatever kind of music is being played. And... And also, I, I read this, I think, in the same interview that I mentioned just earlier, that people, that other musicians really value the fact he doesn't sound like he's come straight out of music college. He, he did study at Berkeley, but before that was completely self-taught, couldn't read music before he, he went to college and learned to play from listening to and playing along with classic jazz albums. An example of where he plays in quite a different style to most of the stuff you'll hear tonight and brings something, I think, really unique and special to a recording. It's on an album by Byron Wallen. Uh, Byron Wallen, interestingly, was the original trumpeter on on this uh, Cannonball Adderley project, but um, 
couldn't fulfil a, a recording because he's such a busy guy himself. This is his own album, which is called Indigo. Um, came out a good few years ago, 2002 in fact, with Tony Kofi playing baritone and soprano saxophone on this. Take a listen, I think this is um, it's an album that's a bit of a grower and turns out to be something really rather special. Thank you. 
Silent Prayers from the album Indigo by Byron Wallen. It's uh, it's on Twilight Jaguar Productions label, which I think is Byron Wallen's own record label. I think I said I would ruminate a little on jazz musicians covering Cannonball Adderley's music and why they rarely try and infuse it with the same sense of soul that the original recordings and live performances had. I have a few theories as to why this might be. Um, one is that, well, give yourself a break. How can you possibly hope to ape a Cannonball Adley performance? And, and obviously, as a jazz musician, you do your own thing. You bring your own approach to a piece of music. So that could be part of it. Secondly is, maybe we have very few musicians in the UK who've come up through a, a church and gospel or blues background and so it's just not part of their repertoire they're coming from a different place when they improvise and the third one and maybe this is linked to that second one is that maybe there's a slight snobbishness and it's just not seemed very cool to play in that way at the moment I was having a chat with a, a friend about this and he said well they are such earthy performances sometimes from Cannonball and and that's just not sort of where British jazz necessarily is right now. Of course there's two tunes associated with Cannonball Adderley that get covered um, much more than all the rest, uh, neither of them actually written by him. One would be Work Song written by his brother Nat uh, and that's on this album by Tony Kofi. The other is Mercy, Mercy, Mercy from the album of the same name, which was written by his, um, at the time, keyboard player Joe Zavinal. Whenever you hear this played now, it's taken up way too fast a tempo, in, in my humble opinion, and used as an opportunity to sort of play fast, funky licks. But really, this this is a tune rooted in gospel music and in, you know, coming out of a place of mourning almost, sort of asking for help. And uh, when you hear the original version, which I'm going to play you now, it's often a shock as to how slow it's taken. But it has a rare accolade of being a bona fide jazz hit. Uh, very nearly reached the top ten in the Billboard charts when it was uh, first released as a single in the US. The album subtitled Live at the Club... But actually it was recorded in Capitol Studios and I believe the story is the invited family and friends of the band along and plied them with a, a lot of alcohol to get the required atmosphere which really comes across on this track. There's actually no Cannonball solo on, on this particular piece. Um, it's all Joe Zavinol but he, um, he knows how to work a crowd. You know, sometimes we're not prepared for adversity. When it happens sometimes we're caught short. We don't know exactly how to handle it when it comes up. Sometimes we don't know just what to do when adversity takes over. <laughs> and uh, I have advice for all of us. I got it from our pianist, Joe Zavinu, who wrote this tune. And it sounds like what you're supposed to say when you have that kind of problem. It's called Mercy, Mercy. 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 
merci, merci. Merci. Thank you. Wish I knew Why I'm so in love with you No one else in this world will do Darling, please save your love for me Run away If I were wise, I'd run away But like a fool in love, I stay And pray you'll save your love for me I can feel it Even when you're not here Can't conceal it I really love you, my dear And though I know no good Can come from loving you I can't do a thing Oh, I'm so in love with you So, darling, help me, please See on a fool like me I know I'm lost but still I plead Darling please save your love for me You may have fun the crowd But for crying Nancy Wilson with the Cannonball Adderley Quintet in 1962. Tony Coffey is quoted as saying about Cannonball Adderley, people go crazy for this music, people connect with it, even those who aren't necessarily jazz fans. I don't think that's just about writing, and, and obviously it's not just about the performances of Cannonball Adderley. It's about playing and digging down and bringing something back that anyone can relate to, whether you have a an intellectual understanding of jazz or not. I don't have any intellectual understanding of jazz, as will become completely apparent the more you listen to these podcasts. But you know, I'm just grateful to hear a, a jazz album that isn't afraid to be exciting and soulful and, and just be entertaining. And that's what this is. It is called Another Kind of Soul. It's by Tony Coffey, and it is on the last Music Company record label. I'm going to leave you with another track from that. This is Things Are Getting Better.